years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> What you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. I just it's going to be a weird one today. I, I know it's weird every day, but I just feel like it's going to be extra weird today. Well, extra? Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Oh, yeah. So happy, we got that going on, right? Happy Valentine's All Day. All right. A little chocolate in the office. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get naked. <laughs> you know, I have a problem, man. And my brother, uh, Jason, my brother Jason lives in the upper peninsula of Michigan. He lives like in the middle of the woods, right? Uh huh. But he, through the magic of the iHeartRadio app, he gets to listen to. Our, our podcast every day, right? Yeah. So he keeps up with the show, and then randomly, usually later through the day, I'll, I'll get texts from my brother, like in the evening or afternoon or something, about something we talked on the show. Sometimes I don't even remember what he's texting me about. It's like, what are you, ta- what are you talking about? I'm listening to the show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. So he texts me a... I mean, you know how, like, with Facebook and pretty much every social media there is now, you have some sort of... A uh, thing where you can look back at what happened like a year ago, what look what happened at five years ago, and stuff like that. You know, you can do like on this day and in Facebook, and then there's time hop and stuff that'll show you tweets from last year, different things like that. Right, right, right yeah. So he screenshots something that he was tweeting me about a year ago, and it was talking about NBA legend Shaquille O'Neal naked. Last year on February 14th and on yesterday's show, we were talking about that uh, Carnival Cruise commercial with Shaquille O'Neal, right? And I'm like, I would love to go on a Shaq cruise. That would be fun. And hopefully I could see him naked. (laughs) So my brother sends me just a text yesterday. It's like, why do you love talking about naked Shaquille O'Neal every year on February 13th? It's your Valentine's Day like ramp up there? And maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's maybe that's my true Valentine. <laughs> maybe it's not my wife. Maybe it's not my my daughter. Maybe it is naked Shaquille O'Neal. A Shaq fantasy. And every year February thirteenth comes around, and I start thinking, Wow, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Got to make sure I got everything covered. You know, get my wife daughter a card. You know, get the flowers. Sure, yeah. Do everything, right? Got No, February 13th is when I'm really thinking like, all right, got to make sure I got everything, right? Sure. Or is February 13th <laughs> when something deep down inside of me goes, man, Valentine's Day's tomorrow. Starting to think about that special someone. Gosh, another year goes by where I haven't seen Shaquille O'Neal naked. Mm, maybe this year will be my Valentine's Day. Ring, 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 ring. That Shaq alarm's going off. And that Shaq alarm's nude. Every year, February 13th is naked Shaq fantasy, I guess, for me. And my brother somehow pointed it out. Uh, that's really weird. Like, yeah, honestly, very, very strange. <laughs> it is, right? Yeah. I wonder if it was just last year or if we go back and listen to February 13th shows, there's always a mention of naked Shaquille O'Neal. 
Is this going to be a thing on the show going forward? <laughs> Every year before Valentine's Day, somehow Naked Shack talk comes into the show. Got to have a serious chat about Naked Shack. I don't know if it needs to be serious. Fantasy. Uh, so happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It looks like, once again, uh, my true Valentine will uh, will not come true. Because I don't see Shaquille O'Neal in the studio right now. And if he's here, he's definitely not naked. Because I think I'd notice naked Shaq if he was in the studio. I would hope so. Another failed Valentine's Day. Sad. <laughs> All right. Can I just stay? Can I just say I love our listeners, man? I, I just love everybody who listens to our show on a daily basis. Whether you listen to us live, you listen to the podcast, you guys just get us. We've had such a great run here uh, doing this show in Pittsburgh and on 96.1 Kiss. And it's just, it's fun every day. And I love that you guys just understand us and get the show, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. By the way, it is Mikey and Bob, the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. So Bob walks in here this morning on Valentine's Day with a box. I can clearly see there is a Valentine's Day sock monkey peeking out of the box. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, The sock monkey is holding a heart that says you've got all the right moves. You know, it's like maybe a little over a foot tall, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So a listener mailed mailed us this. It's actually from a guy in Uniontown. Bob Landsparger. Isn't this the guy who sent us semi-nude pictures before? Uh, yes. Yes. For Christmas, right? Yeah. Now, this yeah. this guy listens to the show, and I guess for, we've heard from his friends and stuff like that, he sends tastefully nude photos for different holidays, so, right? Uh, his other friends and everybody, yeah. So Bob has sent us uh, gifts here for Valentine's Day. We have a sock monkey. Uh, holding a heart that says you've got all the right moves. And then we have an iguana that says, iguana be your valentine. But hold on. I think the iguana actually, I I think it actually makes noise here. Hold on. Okay. Uh, Singing? Uh, Yeah. Iguana? Is that a Whitney Houston song, right? I think so, yeah. Whitney Houston's ghost is alive in the Valentine's Day stuffed iguana. Oh God! Deep uh, inside that iguana, Whitney Whitney lives. The spirit of Whitney Whitney Houston lives in the Valentine's iguana. Hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. The sock monkey has butt cheeks. Look at that. The that sock- is, those are nice cheeks. The sock monkey has real butt cheeks. That's like a it's nice a right? butt cheek implant. Yeah, you yeah, can have the sock monkey. Oh hell yeah! All right, now hold on. We gotta get. Uh, there's some candy in this box too, so we appreciate it. Thank you, Bob from Uniontown, for sending us some Valentine's candy. Some nice treats. But, hold on. There's also two black boxes in here. Oh god. <laughs> yep. It's semi nude picture, Bob. <laughs> Look, it's him. It's him looking like American Beauty. Like remember that movie, The Cover? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's laying completely <laughs> naked, covered in rose petals. <laughs> And the scary thing is, is there's rose petals in the box. So these these might be the rose petals that he was laying in. Look, there's rose petals in the box, too. So these could be the naked Bob rose petals. And I'm touching them without a glove on, and I'm perfectly okay with it. I want to see what's in the box, though. I mean, look at this. Valentine's Day on the air from our listeners. Wow, it's amazing. Really, I wonder if there's anything in here. You put, like, masking tape or, like, duct tape on it to even get in. I can't even get this off here. 
Let's see what's in here. Oh my gosh, it's a puzzle. It's a puzzle of him semi-naked. Oh god. He's, I mean, there's... I'm guessing it's the rose picture puzzle? Yes! Is it the... It's puzzle pieces! <laughs> this guy took... The best! This guy took a picture of himself. Semi-nude, covered in rose petals. The best! Covered in rose petals and decided, yep, Mikey and Bob need this. And not only do they just need the picture, they need a puzzle too. So they can go home and uh, do the puzzle and by semi-nude body. Need a, a sock monkey with butt cheeks. Yeah, and my iguana has the spirit of Whitney Houston in it. <laughs> I, what a start to Valentine's Day! And some candy too, Bob. And some candy. Here's some Snickers, Twix, and Milky Way for you. There you go. <laughs> Hey, happy hey, Valentine's thank, Day. Thank you to Bob in Uniontown. <laughs> I, is it? Are we thanking him? Is it? Is this something we thank somebody for? A tastefully nude puzzle. What is it? It is It is amazing. This guy sends us semi-nude pictures <laughs> uh, at least to twice a year now. And I'm all in on it. I love it. I love everything about it. I'm, I'm telling you right now, most people would be completely creeped out about this to the point where they might even call the authorities. Us here, though, absolutely embrace it. Yeah. Bob from Uniontown wants to send us semi-nude pictures for All right. Christmas Valentine's Day. Okay, Bay. Bob. All right. I t seriously, <laughs> how many people would be creeped out if a stranger <sighs> sent you a semi-nude Rose petal covered photo of themselves in puzzle form. Uh, I would say everybody. I when I say that out loud, how creepy does it sound? Yeah. Me and Bob here absolutely <laughs> celebrating it. Oh, I wanna dance with somebody. I wanna feel the heat with somebody. <laughs> the ghost of Whitney. A happy Valentine's Day it is so far here on the show. Uh, now, we do this from time to time on the show. Always weird things happening down in Florida. It is time for another Florida story. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. It happened again. It's, it's another Florida story. Uh, down to Florida we go. Now, what is the Florida love muscle, Bob? Uh, love missile, Bob. <laughs> love muscle. <laughs> well, Hold on. Hold on. Time out. Calm. Everybody calm down. Everybody calm down. Calm down. This is a story about a... I mean, does it even matter at this point? It's a story about a Florida love missile. Uh, yeah. Let, let me be clear about this. It is a story about a Florida love missile, not a love muscle. 14 foot tall. Love missile. Missile. Not... Okay, where is this at? Tallahassee. Okay, some guy has it, or what? What is what is the love missile? I know nothing about this. Uh, he built a love missile in his front yard, and the news came out and go, <laughs> went, "What the hell is this thing?" And he explains it all to the local news. Oh, for Valentine's Day, he has a, um, a not no, not necessarily, not really. No, no, this man just right. built a fourteen foot tall love missile. Love missile. I mean, a 14-foot-tall love muscle in your front yard, <laughs> you're probably going to get some jail time, correct? 
Maybe not in Florida, though. But there's a man in Tallahassee convinced it doesn't have to cost a thing. Eddie Gines says we need to say I love you to a lot more people a lot more often. All right, so he's spreading uh, love, spreading love. He wants the love to last all year, and yeah. he's launching that mission yeah. right in his own front yard. Yeah. Uh, how do you tell everybody spread love? 14-foot love missile. I call it the Cupid One. Oh, God. It's a love missile. <laughs> Uh, everything's normal with this, right? Uh, yeah, all normal. Eddie Gines built this peace-loving prototype out of air conditioning ducts. Yes. It stands more than 14 feet tall My in man. his Indian Head Acres front yard. My man, Eddie's spreading the love, right? I mean, it's big, it's shiny, it's just sitting in the middle of his front yard. His neighbors have to love it. What's um, in your info box? It's just a little thing that explains what this is all about. Okay, so he has an info box? Uh, yeah, set up in the I'm yard. sure people, you know, drive up and take pictures with the 14-foot love missile that he has in the front yard. So there's an info box if they want to know why he's doing it, maybe, so uh, he doesn't have to constantly answer the question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, some ideas. You know, like smile often. Oh. You know, befriend neighbors, offer to help elders. All right, so he's spreading love through a, a 14 uh, foot love missile. For people with disabilities, drive patiently yeah. and cautiously. Use your blinker. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Something could be that simple, right? Yeah. The world is kind of yeah. in need of right. just a reminder there's a lot more good people in the world than there are bad. What a great message here by a man who uh, constructed a 14 foot love missile in his uh, front lawn. In Florida, you know, you don't have to go very far yep. to find miracles in, in this in what? this uh, world and in the yep. people in it. And so Eddie's Valentine's Day message: Be your own love missile. Go out there and make yeah. this world a better place. Be your own love missile. <laughs> Thank you, Florida. I mean, what what a lesson that is right there. <laughs> Hey, don't have a Valentine this year? Don't worry. <laughs> Eddie from Tallahassee, Florida says be your own love missile. <laughs> He's got a 14-foot one in his front lawn. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Ryan tweets here, just turned on the radio and I have no idea what the hell is going on, but I like it. I mean, really, that could be tweeted us at any point of our four-hour show. True. And it would uh, make sense. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Olympics last night, right? Sean Whiten it up. I watch I watch all of the men's snowboarding half pipe. Like I, I like I've been saying I didn't watch any of the opening ceremonies. I didn't watch one Olympic event the first weekend. I'm like, wow, I I don't know if I care about the Olympics this year. And then it's snowboarding. It's snowboarding got me. It got me with uh, Chloe Kim, the 17-year-old who won gold and then last night I was all in. I mean, Sean White it came down to his last run his last shot at it yeah there was, it had to be like perfect there was some drama he had a first good run and i love how we just talk about snowboarding now like we know what the hell's going on be like did you see it last night <laughs> sean white did it he landed back to back 1440s <laughs> that's four full revolutions and by the way i have no idea how these human beings they're going so fast on the snowboards and then here we go up the side and let me just I mean, flip my body and turn my body so violently, like, I'd barf all over the place. Yeah, and then you got to land. And I have no idea how they land. So this 19-year-old kid from Japan had, like, a 95 score. And then uh, Sean White, on his last run, he was in second, scored a 97 to uh, to win the uh, to win the gold medal, it was pretty sweet. Here is uh, Sean White's run. What it sounded like. Sean White for the gold. Fourteen forty. He needs the back to backs to take down Ayumu. Oh, yeah. and gets it. Oh, back to back. Back to back. 
back-to-back 1440s! Let's go! I have no idea what's happening. I just see, like, it's just flying. violently spinning, like, what the hell? What's he do? That's back-to-back 1440s! All right, say so. The second 1440! Double McTwist 1260! Whoa! I mean, things are serious when you're doing a Double McTwist uh, 1260 after back-to-back 1440s. Then you know you're going for the goal. Sean White, one more hit! Will it be enough? And then uh, he gets the score of a 97, and Sean White wins the gold in men's uh, snowboarding halfpipe. Uh, when he was 19, he won his first two gold medals uh, with a run that had uh, two 1080s in it. So just to show you when he was 19 years old how much snowboarding has progressed, he won the gold with two 1080s. And now we're at, what, 14 Last night he hit two 1440s. Again, I really don't know what that means. It's just how many times they're basically spinning in the air. It's unbelievable. I have no idea how they even land these. What do we got? We got hockey on right now? Uh, oh, men's hockey's about to start. Ho- USA versus Slovenia. Yeah, hockey's starting now. Men's hockey, right? Yeah. I have no idea who's on the men's hockey no, team because it's not like NHL players. I know they have like, it's a mix of older dudes who used to be in the NHL, some dudes who might not have even made it in the NHL, and then like younger kids, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's just good. kind of a mix, right? It's all good, USA. Oh, there you go. Some notable hockey players. Chris Bork, son of Hall of Famer Ray Bork, Brian Gianta. Only player on the team with any Olympic experience. Jordan Greenway, the first black player named to the U.S. Uh, Olympic hockey team. Ryan Zapolsky, he uh, he play, He was a KHL, KHL. All-Star this All right. year. Okay. I have no idea really who any of them are. Let's go, USA. Let's go. Let's go. So our show is going to be a train wreck now because we're only going to be focused on uh, men's U.S. hockey as they go. Mikey and Bob, it is the 96-1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. As the Winter Olympics kind of take over and everybody gets interested in it, we love, uh, during the Winter Olympics, violent crashes because yeah. we love to hear how the announcers uh, react because it's always completely insane. As long as the person's okay, right? Yeah. Uh, an American loser, uh, Emily Sweeney, yesterday had a uh, frightening uh, crash. Here is how it sounded and the announcer's reaction to this here. What a season this has been for the 2017-2018 season. Oh, oh, oh. Emily is all over the place. Oh, oh she's out of control. Oh, Sweeney. Oh, oh, oh. Sweeney crunches to the ground. Oh, oh. that was a very hard hit. <laughs> well, obviously. Oh. I love after the violent announcement of like, Sweeney's out of control. <laughs> oh, my God. The other guy just, that was a very hard hit. Yeah, I mean, we all saw it. Uh, it yeah. I mean, it looked like she died on a luge right there. Vicious. Hold on. Did I hear a cat there at the end, though, or is that her moaning? I think that's her. It sounds like a cat, right? It sounds like a cat cat. in heat, right? Like, that sounds like a cat, doesn't it? (laughs) Is that her, though? Oh, God. Oh. Oh. That was a very hard hit. Thank you, Captain Obvious. That was a very hard hit. I mean, really? She's on the uh, luge track there. Sliding on her head. And basically making cat in heat noises. (laughs) That was a very hard hit. Gee, you think? Arr! Arr! Arr!
Mikey and Bob, it is the 96 on Kiss Morning Freak Show. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey! Uh, we have Ed Sheeran tickets if you want to go see him at PNC Park coming up. Around 7.30, be listening for those. Also, around 9.10, win a trip to Los Angeles. We're going to give you a keyword to text in to 200-200 around 9.10. You could be going to L.A. to our iHeartRadio Music Awards next month. See Ed Sheeran, Cardi B, Maroon 5, Charlie Puth, Camila Cabello, DJ Khaled, and more. Wow. Uh, we were just playing the audio of uh, the announcers. A... Uh, Women's, uh, an American woman's uh, luge, uh, Emily Sweeney mm-hmm. is her name. She had a violent crash yesterday, and it kind of sounded like a, a cat, right? Oh. I mean, it kind of sounds like a cat, right? It does. Man, that announcer guy <laughs> coupled oh. with that. Oh. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Natalie tweets here, when I saw that yesterday, I muted the TV because I thought a cat was trying to break into my house. Yeah, that's a cat noise. And wow, I didn't really uh, I didn't really realize the pleasurable noises the announcer makes. My after. man's caught up in the moment. <laughs> oh. This is not a porno you're listening to right now. This is the Olympics. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, man. <laughs> There's a lady injured. Why would he make a noise like that? Hey, he was uh, he was worried. He was distraught. Uh. Uh, Penguins won last night. That was a fun game, right? Oh yeah. Started yeah. off kind of slow, and then uh, Penn just had kind of a goal explosion. Six to three, Penguins beat the Ottawa Senators. Zach Aston Reese. His first NHL goal and then got the empty netter, too, so he gets his first two career NHL goals. Jake Gensel also had two goals. Gino with the goal, his 31st. Latang with a goal. Sidney Crosby, uh, three assists. So the Penguins right now, three points behind the Capitals for first place in the Metro. Uh, they're at home Thursday, tomorrow versus the LA Kings. Saturday, they're at home versus the Maple Leafs. There'll be a lot. Pants. There'll be a lot of Maple Leafs fans. They uh, travel down here pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so Saturday, that uh, they're at home versus the Maple Leafs. But uh, got a game tomorrow versus the Kings. And as always, you can listen to the Penguins games for free on the iHeartRadio app on 105.9 The X. Right now, it is time for today in Freak Show history. Brought to us by Mo Southwest Grill. Welcome to Mo. Here we go. Today in Freak Show History. Today Freak Show History. Oh, God, I'm going to play this noise all morning. I mean, people are going to tune in at some point in our show and not have any sort of... Uh, any sort of backstory on what the noise is. Nope. A, a, a woman loser crashing and an announcer being distraught over it. Oh. It sounds like a cat in heat and then a man making a pleasurable noise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's, what are we doing? Oh, today in Freak Show History. Uh, we take you back uh, a couple years now. It's Valentine's Day, so we had to bring this out. Yep. Uh, Eileen from Blonox, a nice woman who used to call our show all the time. She used to basically be a, a daily caller on the show. She'd call us all the time. Eileen from Blonox 
And uh, we have to take you back when uh, we, we talked to Eileen a few years ago and asked her what she was doing for Valentine's Day. Oh, keep it warm under the covers. A little bit of windy, and I did uh, 20 minutes of yoga. Getting all flexible, huh? Yeah, other than that, I was hurried, taking it easy yesterday, doing the train videos. Nothing says Valentine's Day romance like watching train videos. Eileen, if you had a special someone today for Valentine's Day, what would today be like? What would you be doing? Probably be in bed all day with them, making them uh, progresso tomato soup and toasted cheese sandwiches. Mm. Wow, romance. look at that. Soup and sandwiches. You, what, know, what, you know how to treat a guy. What else would you uh, be doing on Valentine's Day? Getting them to make me my donuts. Okay, so we have soup. Grilled cheese sandwiches. We have donuts. What else are we doing for Valentine's Day here? Probably be doing some dancing, maybe some rap or some rock and roll. And then uh, doing dishes, getting cleaned up and going back to bed. Would this be adult, like, naked dancing? Probably. Everybody's going to be out looking for love tonight. I like being in. You go out there, somebody's always looking to start trouble. You don't need roses and candy when you're having Valentine's Day with Eileen. You need soup, sandwiches, and donuts, and dancing. Unless he wanted candy, then I would put some more on him. Where are we putting the candy? On his nipples. Give me the chocolates and put them on the nipples. (laughs) Put them on your nipples and put them on your belly button and stuff. Oh my. Going downtown. Oh, yeah. Fill in the blank here. Valentine's Day with Eileen would smell like blank. Like morning glory perfume. Valentine's Day with Eileen would sound like blank. Fireworks all day and all night. Because it'd be going, ah, ah, more, more, more. All right, hold on one second there, Eileen. Wow. (laughs) I found a love for me. Darling, just dive right in Follow my lead I found a girl Beautiful and sweet I never knew you were the someone waiting for me Cause we were just kids when we fell in love Not knowing what it was Mikey and Bob, it is the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Lil Meezy tweets us here. Missing Eileen from Blonox. She cracked me up with Mikey and Bob. Hashtag Valentine's Fireworks. Yeah, we miss Eileen from Blonox too. Mm-hmm. She was a lot of fun when she uh when she called the show. But you know what Eileen from Blonox is a perfect example of though? Is how we run our radio show. Like Eileen from Blonox, so many people think she's like a well, thought like when the years if she when she called the show they thought like she was a character like not a real person oh no she's she was 100% real yeah and it kind of proves it because she just stopped calling the show one day and people always ask us like where's Eileen we're like I don't know she just stopped calling <laughs> you know what I'm saying she gone so like there's so many other radio shows that and this is a complete honest truth they will pay a service to have like fake callers call the show like Oh, man, if you hear somebody on the radio who's talking about how their boyfriend cheated on them and it sounds like this, you know, they call it this crazy story. A lot of times that's somebody that they paid through a service. It's like a an actor or an actress calling and, you know, 
basically making up a fake story to get, whoa, I can't believe this, to get, just have show content. Uh, you can't can't fake Eileen. No, and to prove it, she was such a fun part of the show, and she just stopped calling one day, and that was it. It was over just like that. Okay, let me tell you guys this. You got to go see Black Panther this weekend. Holy crap. Me and Bob got to go to a screening. That was awesome. The new Marvel movie, Black Panther, uh, yesterday. I can tell you, like everything that they're saying, the people that have reviewed it already, and the critics, it's all true. It lives up it's to it. It's one of yeah. the best Marvel movies. Yeah. I mean, it looked so good. Uh-huh. Like visually, this is probably the best Marvel movie visually ever made like some of the stuff you see in there some of the shots you're just like this is it's such a badass movie so black panther um they are now saying it could make as much as 170 million dollars during the four-day president's day weekend coming up now when they first started tracking the movie back in uh january Mm -hmm. they were saying it was going to make about 100 to 120 million they're now saying it could make around 170 million. Now the record for a President's Day weekend in the United States, yeah. 152 million set by Deadpool 2 years ago. Like Deadpool was a pretty sweet movie though. So that's what that's what Black Panther's got to beat. So it's probably going to beat that it's looking that, that Deadpool. Way. It's got to beat 152 million. Uh Black Panther is outpacing all superhero movies in advanced ticket sales for Fandango. Like the, you know, the Fandango app or online when you buy your tickets. Right. It's outpacing all superhero movies. So basically the best-selling superhero movie pre-sales ever in Fandango's history. It's also the top-tweeted movie this year, which doesn't seem like a big deal since we're only in the middle of February. St- a Star Wars movie dropped. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Star Wars basically kind of dropped. Well, it's the end of last year, but still... More people have tweeted about Black Panther this year than even Star Wars The Last Jedi or any other movie that's come out. And it is now the biggest seller of advanced IMAX tickets of any Marvel movie in history. So a lot of things going and it's not even out yet. It was awesome. And I'm telling you, it it lives up to the hype. So good. Like the performances, the just the costumes... The technology that they use in the magical land of Wakanda, yep. it's such a good movie. Like, I, I come on here when we like when we see Marvel movies, I love every Marvel movie. Like, there's barely any bad ones where I say, nah, that movie wasn't as good. Like, when the new Guardians of the Galaxy comes out, I'm like, oh, that yeah. was the best. When a new Avengers movie comes out, I'm like, you gotta see it. Black Panther was like two hours, though, and I felt like I could watch two more hours. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It was it, that good. It, like, you did want more. And by the way, I, quick. I will tell you this. And this is no real spoiler, but I will tell you this just because it kind of gets annoying for Marvel movies. There are two extra scenes after the movie. So there's one like during the credits, and then there's one after all the credits are done. Because I, you never know what to do. You're like sitting in the theater. You're just like, oh crap! Look on your phone real quick. See if there's any extra scenes. Do I leave now? You don't want to sit there awkwardly for ten minutes. So if you go see Black Panther this weekend, which you should, I'm going to see it again. I'm taking my daughter to see it. It's outstanding. I man. might see it like twice this weekend again. That's how good Black Panther is. But there are two extra scenes. So one when the credits rolls. Like kind of in the middle of the credits, and then you're going to see another one that comes at the very end of all the credits. So you're sitting in the theater for probably an extra five or ten minutes if you want to see both scenes. And definitely stick around for that last scene, too, because that one, the second 
the one at the very end of the credits mm-hmm. is better than the first scene. So uh, definitely Black Panther this weekend. Go see it. It is quite amazing. Now, what's happening down in uh, Bradenton, right? Pitchers and catchers, uh, do they start today? They've reported, right? Yeah, today's like their first uh, official workout, I guess. Okay, so pitchers and catchers uh, are down there. Pirate spring training has begun. And, uh, yeah, coming up, we'll get to this Francisco Cervelli <laughs> audio. I mean, I, he sounds so beaten down and not excited about this season at all. And you can't blame him. It hasn't just, even started, though. I just think it's hilarious that this is, like, usually you get a little excited. You get a tingle of excitement for spring training. I, listening to Francisco Cervelli, it's just like, help me, I'm being tortured. <laughs> they left me here. Yeah, it, it really is. It sounds like they left a man behind. He's the one in the platoon that they just forgot about, and he's captured by the enemy behind enemy lines in Bradenton. Uh, where's feces lady? Uh, Connecticut. All right, let's get to this story here. All new tonight, a woman from Simsbury is accused of getting out of her car and defecating on the same street. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Same street. So we have a uh, mark in her territory. A serial pooper. Three separate times. Police say oh. 43-year-old Holly Malone was caught no. on a motion camera while going number two on Kirkstone Drive in East Granby. <laughs> The motion camera picked her up, but she's done it three times in the same spot, right? Yeah. Like one time you can chalk it up to an accident. Two times? Nah, I don't know about that. Three times? Okay, you're a serial pooper now. You're 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 you're, you're pooping. Sick. You're sick. You're sick, and you're pooping in the same place for a specific reason. According to an arrest warrant, police said Malone told them she simply could not make it. All right, you know if you can't make it, I like I said, but three times? One time it's fine. Three times in the same place to the bathroom, and that she's lactose intolerant. Oh, but no. sometimes she is stupid, as she said, Uh-oh. and does not avoid dairy. <laughs> She just blamed it on the milk. Ah, oh, God, the milk is bad. Listen, I can't. Let, ice cream goes right through me, but sometimes I just can't. Sometimes I got a hankering for the ice. I know what it's going to do to me, but I can't. I had to drink a milkshake. It was a large. Oh, God. I didn't make it. And same spot three times. She doesn't make it, gets out of her car, and goes to the bathroom on a sidewalk. The warrant also said she told police she realized what she did Uh-oh. was disgusting. Well, she knew. What a great end to that story. She blamed it on being lactose intolerant and just basically said, I sometimes I can't stay away from the dairy. And once I have the dairy, uh oh. Oh, oh no. And then the end is just like, she uh, told authority she realized it's disgusting. Yeah, you think? I don't know. Go to three the times? Go to the bathroom three times at the same spot on the sidewalk. That is a lady out of Connecticut. They've now linked the uh, the woman to the, <laughs> the three different feces incident they had up there. Kev tweets us here. Mikey and Bob, it's official. I actually watched more of the Westminster Dog Show than I have the Winter Olympics so far. Oh, yeah. I forgot all about that. The Dog Show was on last night, right? Yeah, well, on, best uh, in show. FS1, I think. Fox Sports 1. Yeah, let's get to uh, best in show here. This is the 2018 Westminster Dog Show. Big deal. It is a privilege to judge these seven magnificent dogs. Yes. Best yep. in show at yep. the 142nd yes. annual yep. Westminster Kennel Club will be the Bichon Frise. Yeah! Show. Feel the power of Flynn the Breeze. 
John Frieze! How do you say it? Bijon Frise. Bijon Frise. Flynn with the best in show. Best show. All the other dogs can sniff it out. Bow down, other dogs. Bijon Frise. It's Flynn, the creepy judge lady. Pick the Bijon Frise. Out of all the dogs who got their undercarriage tugged and honked, it's Flynn the Bichon Frise who wins! The second Bichon Frise to ever win Best in Show. Out of the non-sporting group, upsetting, in a sense, the number one rated dog coming in and a couple of other popular dogs. It's an upset! Like Winston and Bean and Biggie. Just Wait, hold on, hold on. Time out. There was a biggie dog? There was a biggie. How did the biggie dog win? There what was, was a, the biggie dog? A pug. A pug named yeah, the biggie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta give that the crown right there, you know? Spirit of Biggie lives in that dog. Baby, baby. Oh. Shows you never know who's gonna win at Westminster. Owned by Katrina and Bruce Odette, Lindsay Van Curen, Lori Carlton, and Larry Leck. Uh, how many dog owners how many people, does this thing have? That's uh, weird. There's like 10 people who own Flynn the Brijon Frise. And they're all champions today. Westminster Dog Show! Best in show! It's Flynn the Brijon Frise! Wow. What's it look like? Uh, it's like almost poodle looking like, right? Yeah, it's fluffy. Alright. Undercarriage though must have. Pushed it over top if it's such an upset. What's going on under the uh, under the hood, boss? <laughs> what you got? Award winning, huh? We honked all the dogs with no gloves on. Best in show, huh? <laughs> Flynn wow. was the best. Congratulations, <laughs> Flynn. The 2018 Westminster Dog Show Best in Show. It's the Prejean Freeze. <laughs> Pirates fans get excited. Pitchers and catchers reporting down to spring training in Bradenton. Woo! Actually, Rob Beer Temple, who writes for uh, The Athletic now, right? Rob Beer Temple, who covers the Pirates, just tweeted notable arrivals this morning at Pirates Camp. Sean Rod and the Candyman. Wow. Okay, Sean Rodriguez. Who's the Candyman? I don't know, but they're they're early. I, 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 do you know who the Candyman is? There's somebody on the Pirates with the nickname the Candyman. Am I missing something here? Who's the Candyman? I really don't know. All right. Honestly. Well, we got him this year, whoever that is. I don't know. The, the Candyman. Candy All right. Am I missing something? <laughs> All right, hold on. Pirates catcher Francisco Cervelli, right? He's down there. So, of course, he was asked about, you know, hey, everybody got traded, man. You know, like, how you feeling about that? Well, the reaction, I think it's like everybody else. You know? Yeah, yeah, the reaction like, that he has is like the reaction everybody else had. We get sad because yeah. uh, I feel like this is a family, but we can uh, come here. Now, hold on. I believe the Pirates should use some of the lines Francisco Cervelli is saying as their 2018 rally cry. Like, hey, hey, buy tickets. Buckle fans. Yeah, all right, let's start with this. Well, 
the reaction I think is like everybody else. <laughs> you know? We get sad because uh, I feel like this is a family. Pirates fans, buy your 2018 season tickets because we get sad. But we cannot come here and. Pirates fans, we can come here feel sorry or and feel sorry. Keep being sad because you know baseball is not done for them. Baseball is not done for the guys no. who got traded. He he sounds like he just like <laughs> he doesn't care. Lost it, it, a family member or something. It like it sounds like it sounds like he had a great. He lived in an apartment with a bunch of people in college that he really liked, and then they all graduated, and he still had one more year left, and now he just has new roommates who he doesn't like, and they're weird. They go into another teams. Oh, look at that. So they got a chance to, to do something special. Pirates fans, buy your 2018 season tickets because the players we traded have the chance to do something special. How amazing is this Pirates season already starting? Where you're, you're maybe starting catcher Francisco Cervelli is doing an interview and he just says, the guys we traded have a chance to do something special. Not we have the chance to do something special. No, no, Not no. this team. Uh, uh-uh. The guys we traded have the chance to do something special. We got other guys. And we got other guys. Pirates fans, <laughs> buy your season tickets package right now. The other guys. We got other guys. And, you know, the mission's the same. Like I say, it's sad, but we gotta we gotta keep playing and we gotta keep going. Pirates fans, buy your season tickets. It's sad, but we gotta keep playing and we gotta keep going. Oh dear God, this pirate season is going to be horrid. I mean, that's that sounds like a guy who's already <laughs> lost a hundred games. It does. It does. It sounds like he's in the last few weeks of the season. Yep. yep. And they are already are like 30 games back. And spring training hasn't even started yet. My God. Uh, Lexi just tweets us here. We were talking about Pirates uh, spring training. And uh, Rob Beer Temple, who writes for The Athletic and covers the Pirates, said that Sean Rodriguez and the Candyman have already showed up. Uh, Lexi tweets, the Candyman is former pitcher John Candelaria. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, his nickname is the Candyman. I just didn't know. We're, I didn't. All right. Didn't know you, yeah. <laughs> is he like a pitching coach or something? I don't know. Like I know who he is. I just I listen. Didn't know, I didn't know he. I don't. I, the Twitter shout out with S Rod. I just. I just don't care about anything that has to do with that franchise. Uh, I I just don't care. The way Cervelli sounds. <laughs> it doesn't sound it's like it's going to be an exciting either. year. I mean, the catcher for the Pirates little, literally said one of the first things of the season, the guys we traded have the chance to really do something special. And we got other guys. And it's sad. And we got to keep playing. And we got to keep going. You're right. That sounds like a guy who's 100 losses deep already yeah. into just like the dog days of the season. Ugh. Just real pain there oh, for the poor guy. God. Actually, not poor guy. I think he's making $10 million this year. He's good. Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> he's, Anybody's concerned. He's just got to get to the point where it's just like, all right. Man, like, I hope I just get traded to a contender late in the season, but I'll just I'll go out there and play, whatever. I'll cash these checks. Uh, WTAE this morning reported on a, uh, a survey that was taken about uh, which, which states – 
are the happiest and healthiest. Mm -hmm. This was uh, kind of interesting. All right, a new Gallup poll is ranking the happiest and the healthiest states across the United States. Who do you think? Huh? Well, there you go. South Dakota. Uh, South Dakota? Who do you think? South Dakota? South what? Dakota? What really? are you doing in South Dakota? So happy? Who's in South Dakota? Just like, yes, this is this is life. What is in South Dakota? Living my best life. I don't even know if, uh, what's the capital of South Dakota. South Dakota. Is it Bismarck or is that North Dakota? I think that's North Dakota. Is it? South Dakota. Name, gun to your head, name a city in South Dakota. I have no clue. No. What is the capital of South Dakota? Uh, You're going to have to Google that now because it's going to bother me. Pierre. He sounds cute. Coming up on top in Vermont, residents in both states tend to enjoy better health, they say, oh. feel safe in their communities, oh. and manage their finances well. There you go. All right. Vermont All and right. South Dakota. Hawaii, Minnesota, North Dakota rounding out the top five. I mean, North Dakota's in the top five, too. What the hell are they doing in the Dakotas? Is weed legal there or something? What am I missing here with the Dakotas? Like Hawaii, I understand. Hawaii, being yeah. Minnesota, I don't, I don't know. Good for Minnesota, though, because it's, it's horribly cold and snowy there a lot. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. their winters are brutal. Hawaii, yeah, of course. What are they doing in the Dakotas? Gotta be weed, right? It's gotta be. <laughs> gotta be weed. But, of course, you're wondering where Pennsylvania and maybe a West Virginia fall, right? I don't know where Ohio is. But... Pennsylvania? Yeah. We're not looking too good in this one. We're actually ranking 34. All right. That's 34 out of 50 is not. It's not. It's not good. That's not very good. Oh, but also for the ninth straight year, West Virginia, ouch, placing last. Oh, my. For the ninth oh God. straight year? Yo, West Virginia. Why are you so sad? Come on. Like, hey, it's not, you, everything will be okay, right, West Virginia? Get some of that South Dakota weed. Let's I mean, go. maybe not. But... High rates of smoking, obesity, diabetes, oh, no. depression. Oh. I think the story's just making me oh. sad after seeing where we're falling. Hey, so Pennsylvania and West Virginia need to step it up. Yeah, for nine straight years, West Virginia has come in 50 out of 50 as far as healthy and happy states in the United States. Really, gotta get hold of that Dakota weed. Yes, yeah, smoke it up and Where get that at? ranking up. Morning. Uh, by the way, we are distracted by uh, U.S. men's hockey right now. They are up one to nothing on Slovenia. Right? Is that Slovenia they're playing? I think. I believe so. Yeah. So Slovakia. It's one. Uh, the they're playing a slow, slow country. Slovenia, Slovakia. Are those two different countries, or am I making one of those up there? Oh, they almost scored there. I, I believe they're two different countries. Slovenia and Slovakia. All right, they're playing one of them. Nobody really cares who. Uh, but they're up one to nothing on uh, the second period just started. USA! USA! Uh, by the way, since it's Valentine's Day today, we did this yesterday for Fat Tuesday. Um, we used to do this thing on the show called The Office Monkeys, right? We haven't right. done it in a while. Uh, where we would type back and forth as uh, Betty Marge and Hank the Mailman. Because everybody knows what like an office setting is like. And, uh, you know, whether you watch the show The Office on NBC or you you live uh, every day of your working life in an office environment. You know, there's ladies who have like snack drawers and the emails go out for cake in the break room. Office life is just a, it's a it's a special life, and a lot of people just know about the inner workings of an office setting. So we do this thing called the Office Monkeys. <laughs> we got to go. I think somebody tweeted us this one yesterday and just said that it came up in, like, one of their, like, 
on this day on Facebook or right, something right. and sent it to us just like, you guys got to play this again. So here it is, uh, a special Valentine's Day edition of the Office Monkeys on the Kiss Morning mm-hmm. Freak Show. Good morning, Betty. It is Valentine's Day office party today. Chocolate candy everywhere. Mm-hmm. If chocolate is an aphrodisiac, then I am going to be so hot by lunch that you might have to take me in the ladies' room and give me a swirly to bring my body temp down. Oh. Do not use the middle stall, though. Oh. I wrote that one earlier this morning. I wrote a Valentine's note on the stall door that said, Roses are red. Chocolates are sweet. I destroyed this toilet. Use the next stall, please. That's nice. At least you, at least you write a note when you ruin the toilet. There you go. Well, Marge, my Valentine's wish is to lure one of the hot hunks from the warehouse into the supply closet, which I have turned into Betty's kinky closet. <laughs> First comes the blindfold. Then, since we are in the supply closet, Uh-oh. I am putting post-it notes on your nipples. Oh. oh, what's that smell in Fifty Shades of Betty's kinky closet? Uh-oh. That's my underpants, which I made out of old popcorn balls from home. Halloween. Uh-oh. When I get hot, the balls heat up and start smelling like when someone burns a bag of pop secret in the microwave. That's not good. That's not good. Never want the balls smell like the pop secret got burned. Well, Betty, I'm going to see Fifty Shades of Grey by myself tonight and will be looking for any single guys there. there we go. First lonely one I spot is coming home with me to my love dungeon. Mm. Fifty Shades of Marge will have him tied to my bed with leather straps. Mm. Then, what's that cold sensation hitting his body? Oils? Lotions? Nope. Nope. Mayonnaise. Put some lettuce on the nippies. Tomato on the belly button. Marge is turning that body into a man sandwich. Let's put cold cuts on the places that the bathing suit covers. One rule of Fifty Shades of Marge's Love Dungeon is do not look me in the eyes when we romance. That is why I am going to be wearing an Ellen mask all night, baby. Yes, I will let the cats watch. They need to see what mommy does. Miss Mikey and Bob this morning? They just never really know what we're going to do on the show because we really don't know what we're going to do on the show. Catch up with the Mikey and Bob channel on the free iHeartRadio app. More of the 961 <laughs> Kiss Morning Freak Show next. 961 Kiss. Uh, Mikey and Bob, 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show, Valentine's Day today. Yay! Woo! Chris Rock has a uh, comedy special on Netflix today, right? It's called Tambourine. That started streaming uh, today, Valentine's yeah, Day, yeah, yeah. on uh, Netflix. He's one of those comedians like Dave Chappelle that got like a uh, $8 billion deal. Huge money. So new Chris Rock uh, comedy special on uh, Netflix. Uh, speaking of comedians, Jerry Seinfeld was on Ellen uh, yesterday. All these these sitcoms are having a resurgence. So Roseanne is doing it. Mm-hmm. I heard Murphy Brown. Is that really oh. true? Murphy Brown's doing it? Do you think, Jerry, <laughs> oh. there would be a possibility oh. that the Seinfeld it's, would come back? It's possible. <laughs> wow. So the big headline is, Jerry Seinfeld says Seinfeld reunion is possible. They it's, even... It sounded like he had more to say after that, right? He goes, it's possible. Yeah, they didn't even let him talk. They just screamed. <laughs> they just all screamed, and then Ellen just went, wow. Everybody started dancing, just like, what's going on here? It sounded like he was about to say, it's possible, but, you know, but he just went, it's possible, and then everyone went, <laughs> So he probably had more to say, like, it's possible, but no. He's always said, like, Probably not a Seinfeld reunion. I mean, the, basically, the cast of Seinfeld has been on Curb Your Enthusiasm in an episode. 
Yo, Seinfeld just gets Seinfeld checks forever. Like They got to be so nasty. Yeah, he doesn't care. I mean, you know how much the syndication checks are because... All right, now listen. A little backstory to me and Bob here. Of course, we grew up together. Uh, best friends since Little League Baseball, about seven or eight years old. Went to high school together. Mm-hmm. Uh, dropped out of college. We were going to two separate colleges. Worked in the back room of a shoe store together before radio. Yeah. Um, but there was a time where I worked at a clothing store in the mall and Bob worked at a check printing place. And go ahead, Bob. I mean, tell them how you know about the syndication money. They used to print, or I used to print Bill Cosby's royalty checks, like from the Cosby show. Like from NBC. Yeah. And just tons and tons of money, like millions in checks. Like you saw checks for over a million dollars Yeah, just to Bill Cosby. And I mean, that was crazy. Cosby show. Seinfeld's crazier than that. Right. Cosby show, I feel like, was maybe on... You know, this was like probably what, like early 2000s, mm-hmm. like late, maybe, yeah, probably year 2000, maybe 2001. I mean, this is before everybody found out that Cosby was creepy, sneakily drugging and sexually assaulting women. This was still fun, Bill Cosby. So, yeah, think of how many different avenues Seinfeld is on now and how many different stations there are now, even compared to that. A Seinfeld check's got to be so nasty. So, I don't know. Seinfeld, maybe, but probably not. Uh, let's go to California now. This burglar, I mean, just... Why do this? Very bold burglar was caught on camera getting a little too comfortable mm. in his target's home. Uh, now, th- we play stories like this every now and then in a show where somebody just can't just rob somebody yeah. or burglarize a home or business. They start doing something like eating their food, drinking drink, out, drinking, watching TV. Yeah. And it always just like, why, why do that? I'd say a okay, KCLA's Christopher Hardo went to Van Nuys today to speak with the owner of that home yep. who caught him in the act. All right. What happened here? A burglar caught in the act and with his pants down. Okay. So the pants are down now. Never. You, you should, you should never rob somebody, right? So if you're burglarizing a business or a home, you would think pants down would slow you down. Why? Why? At any point, are you just like, these pants got to come off? We won't show you that part. But watching the security video a day later, yeah. the Maritzi family is still shaking their heads. All right. Who would come into a, a, a business place and sit there and be so comfortable to watch porn? The answer is apparently oh. 28-year-old Alan Estrada. Oh, so he was what? He was watching porn. Broken. You couldn't just take their stuff. You had to just be like, you know what? Uh, why not? Like, On Monday night, off. he squeezed through this vent to bypass locks and the alarm. Not the only squeeze that he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Watch as pieces fall as he breaks through the ceiling at Giovanni and Son on Victory Boulevard. Yeah. The business sells hair and also Wait. donates wigs to cancer patients. Oh, My lock. man came through the ceiling? <laughs> There's a lot going on there. This guy, <laughs> straight up Mission Impossible for porno? Came through, came through the ceiling at the hair place, too. <laughs> like, on all the businesses to rob, he robbed the, 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 weave, place? the weave place? It looks like Estrada had no idea the building yeah. was also a home. Yeah, the people lived upstairs. He helped himself to cash and credit cards, Okay, then made himself comfortable he was here for 25 minutes 25 minutes i mean can't you just rob the place rob the weave place and get on with it it's a lot of porn how horny do you have to be where you're just like oh gosh well i didn't even realize this well it's 8 30 it's porno time when lisa maritzi decided to go downstairs to make some tea and startled him watching porn Mm -hmm. on a computer and then i just said hey they didn't turn around as soon as i heard the scream from my mother oh i was lit 
does this kid understand the meaning of it's lit? Uh, no. Like, uh-uh. no, a, uh-uh. a naked stranger in your house watching porn is not, not lit. Not lit. Not, not lit at mm-hmm. all. No, uh-uh. When, I, when my mom was startled, I thought, it's lit. Your mom is startled by a stranger in your house watching porn. When I saw that guy with his pants down watching porn, first thing in my head, Not oh, lit. it is lit. Not lit. Estrada tried to get away, but was trapped. The doors were all deadbolted. Father and son admit they got a few yeah. hits in before police arrived. Right. They got their cash back, but say they still feel robbed. Well, there you go. So the father and son tag-teamed him and just basically beat his ass until the cops came <laughs> Out of California, there. Come strip that down for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96 1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Coming up in about 10 minutes, we give you a keyword to text in. You could win a trip to uh, next month's iHeartRadio Music Awards out in LA. Got a trip for you coming up uh, next year. We'll give you a keyword to text in. Gordon Lesh from uh, WPXI. He's uh, who WPXI sent locally to Pyeongchang for yeah. the Winter Olympics. Well, who's he with there? Is he at the men's hockey game right now? Uh, yeah, he just tweeted, Can you believe we found Pittsburgh fans at the Team USA men's hockey game? The people with terrible towels or something. Uh, a guy in a Geno jersey. Oh, nice. With a girl uh, Steel City shirt. Oh, all right. And a Phil Kessel-like sign. What's it say? Phil Kessel is a two-time Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> Somebody has that sign right now over in Pyeongchang at the Olympics? Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, a U.S. up only two to one now on was it Slovenia or Slovakia? It's slow. I forgot. We figured it out earlier. Now I think I, Slovakia. Right? I think it was Slovenia. All right then. Two to one. Uh, U.S. men's hockey is up with uh, uh, under ten minutes now left in the game, and then U.S. women's hockey plays uh, Canada later tonight around ten o'clock. I mean, let's just keep it going here. This is about to be serious. This is about to be earth-shattering stuff. I So many people just tweeted this to us when this came out. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, because we are about to get deep. <laughs> the NFL draft is coming up, I think, in a couple months, right? Yeah. But yeah. that doesn't stop grown men from doing mock drafts. That's where they play make-believe on who they think the Steelers is going to pick. It's hilarious. It's... Pointless. The draft doesn't start until April 26th. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Hold on. None of this matters. Why do people even do this? This probably isn't even who the Steelers pick. It's mock draft time with Mikey and Bob. Mock draft time. Ray Fittipaldo from the Post Gazette just put out. Wow. A seven-round wow. mock draft. <laughs> Seven rounds. Seven rounds. <laughs> How stupid is this? Seven round mock draft. Like, okay, maybe you have uh, an inkling who the Steelers could be looking for in the first round. No, you feel <laughs> fit Apollo's power. Not one round, seven rounds. This guy went through seven rounds of players to. Play make-believe on who the Steelers would pick. Uh, Ray Fittipaldo, seven-round mock draft. First round. The Steelers select inside linebacker Rashawn Evans out of Alabama. Yeah! Mock draft! Mock draft! 
second round mock draft. Whoa. The Steelers select, oh my gosh, out of Iowa, Josie Jewell, another inside linebacker. Whoa. It's double inside linebacker. This is all happening. It's real. Let's go to the seventh round. Oh, seventh round. Ray Fittipaldo from the Post-Gazette, seventh round pick for the Steelers. Months away from the draft. Who is it going to be? Ladies and gentlemen, out of LSU, the center will clap with two Ps. We got the clap. We We got got the clap. clap. We We got the clap. clap. We got the clap with two Ps. PP. I got a pee-pee clap. Pee-pee clap. Mock draft, mock draft. Pee-pee clap. I mean, we're months away from the draft, and we just got dropped a (laughs) seven-round mock draft on us. This is the nerdiest possible thing a grown human being can do, a mock draft. Uh, U.S. men's hockey, there's... uh, under two minutes left now in the game. They're up two to one on Slovenia. Close them out. Oh, Slovenia's got the empty net. All right. Come on, USA. Oh, they almost. Oh, Slovenia oh, no. almost just scored there. Oh, no. ah, Olympics are taking over our bodies. I have no idea. Oh, oh my scored. God. Slovenia just they scored. scored. They scored. <laughs> it's time. They just scored with a minute 37. It's Slovenia? Oh, yeah, it is Slovenia. It is. Oh, they have some horrid jerseys. Uh, so do the U.S., though. So, Oh, that's brutal. A minute and a half left, and they just got scored on. Tie game now, 2-2. Two to two. Canada jerseys are pretty sweet. Uh, Canada, name me one thing bad about Canada. I'll wait. I would say Nickelback, but I know that's a lie. Yeah, you'd just be saying that to sound cool when deep down in your heart, if I put photograph on right now, you'd know all the words. Bears. Like scary. Oh, yeah, bears. Scary bears. Bears and cold everywhere, right? You know, like tropical places in Canada. It's all cold, right? Yeah, you got bears and cold, so. Eh. What's up now? Uh, if you guys can't tell, we're completely distracted by the last minute of men's hockey. Watch uh, USA just lose. U.S. men's versus Slovenia right now. I mean, Slovenia's on the attack again. There's blood in the water. American blood in the water. And Slovenia's sniffing it. There's like a minute left now. Come on. Uh-oh. Two on one. U.S. on a two on one. No, shot wide. no. Uh, TMZ is reporting that Cardi B is, uh, her team is telling people she's pregnant. Ooh. Oh. oh, is this the gossip portion of the show? Oh, yeah. Pregnant gossip. Oh, it's the entertainment sleazy bars gossip corner. Oh, what's, this is uh, the what's trending segment of the show. Oh, <laughs> Does that B stand for a bun in the oven? <laughs> <laughs> Complete with fake laugh. 
Cardi B. And coming up next on the show, Cardi B. Could that B stand for baby? <laughs> we'll tell you coming up in five minutes on the celebrity sleaze. Ho, ho, ho. Is this game going to go to overtime? Like what happens in Olympic overtime? Oh, they fight with sticks. Wow. In overtime? Yeah, they fight, fight? yeah they fight with sticks. Without pants on, too, which is kind That's of weird. amazing. Like no pants, no underwear. S- special Slovenia rule. Just jock straps. Wow. TMZ says Cardi B performed at several uh, Super Bowl events in Minneapolis. And according to TMZ sources, um, a staffer asked if Cardi, after a performance, wanted to go back to her VIP room where there was a lot of alcohol. Oh, it was boy. a party atmosphere. And uh, basically, one of Cardi B's reps stepped in and said she didn't want to be in the party atmosphere. Uh-oh. Instead, she wanted to stay by the stage, drink water. Then the rep told the staffer, apparently, Cardi B was three to four months pregnant. Ooh! Oh! Wow! Isn't she engaged to... Uh... Which Migo is she engaged to? Quavo, right? Quavo. It's Quavo, right? I believe so. Ooh, Quavo, baby. No, isn't it offset? I have no clue. I don't know. I feel like this is information I, I always knew. I don't care but I ju- I, No, I do care. Which, Why? Which Migo is Cardi B? Uh, it's got to be Quavo, right? It's got to be Quavo. I mean, if I had to pick a Migo for myself, I'd pick Quavo, but... No, it's offset. Mm, bad choice. I, I, it's offset, right? No, wait, hold on. Bad choice. Oh, no, yeah, it's offset. It's offset. Should have picked Ooh, Quavo. Okay. More How about Quavo that? for me. I wonder if it's offsets, baby. All right. Offset and Carby, Carby B? Carby B? Is she the one that's the... Who is that? Carby B? I thought she was Nicki Minaj. Is that Nicki Minaj? Okay, I thought it was Nicki Minaj. It's not? Huh? Yeah. Carby B? Who's Carby B? A baby, which amigo? Who are the amigos? Who's me? What are amigos? Amigo. Uh, Cardi B has denied pregnancy rumors on Instagram. (laughs) Could it be no baby on board for Cardi B? We'll tell you next in the celebrity buzz. What was that noise you made when I just said Cardi B said on Instagram she wasn't pregnant? What was that noise? (laughs) Cardi B has previously said on Instagram, no bitch, I'm just getting fat. Let me get fat in peace. (laughs) Kev tweets us here. The Florida love muscle made my entire day, let alone the entire week. You guys are the best. You guys give me many giggles. Alan uh, sent us a Facebook message mm-hmm. after waking up uh, early to watch the U.S. men's hockey team lose. Tune into the show and hear about the Florida love missile. What a fitting Florida story for Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah, a guy had a 14-foot love missile um, erected in his front lawn that just had messages of love. I screwed up, though. I Here's that. Uh, down to Florida we go. Now, what is the Florida love muscle, Bob? Uh, love missile, Bob. <laughs> love muscle. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I called it a love muscle instead of a love missile. I mean, same same thing, right? Could be, right? I mean, it could be. Not in the could front be. yard, though. 
14 foot tall. That'd be a that'd be a pretty. I mean, a 14. Like, I'm not going to describe what it is because I think it's open to interpretation. Like, if you had to make a 14 foot love muscle, like I feel like your love muscle. It could be when I heart. say love it, muscle. It what do be, you think? Do you think a heart? I'm thinking heart. What if he made a? Uh, what if he made like a smaller, like a replica, love muscle next to the love missile? Because hmm. he has a 14 foot freaking rocket in his, uh, in his front lawn. What if he made like a smaller love muscle next to it? So 14 foot love missile, maybe like a 14 inch, like. I mean, two 14-foot objects in your front lawn's too much, though. I would but a smaller they... one, so when people stop for the missile, they're like, oh, by the way, look at my love muscle over here. I would imagine the neighbors would have a problem with two 14-foot. By the way, I have another Florida story here, too. A lot of people sent us this one. Hold on. Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes! yes! It happened again. It's, it's another Florida, Florida story. There's just always weird things happening down in Florida, always. right? Yeah. A lot of people sent us this one. I mean, it's not as funny as the guy who had a 14-foot love missile in his front lawn. This one's just weird. This one's just like, how does this happen? Sometime before 5 o'clock Monday evening, a driver of a Honda Odyssey minivan pulls up to the front of Affordable Cremation Solutions. He leaves the vehicle running while he goes inside to pick up paperwork. Yeah. Then moments later, he comes back out to see a thief driving away in the van. All right, listen. You if can't leave that van running. If you're going to steal a van, though, you're not going to look that it's outside of the cremation services place and just be like, you know what? I'm not going to. We're going to leave the creepy van here. I'm not going to steal this one. But what the thief may not have realized is that there was a man's body in the back of the van. There it is. There it is. Dead body in the back and somebody stole the van. Smith says if the thief is caught, severity of the charges would be based on the thief's intent. Oh, boy. They didn't catch him. So there's somebody who stole a van down in Florida and it had a dead body in the back. They didn't catch him. They might not have realized it yet. And they're not like the charges could be increased once they figure out if the person did anything to the dead body or if he purposefully stole the dead body. Well, we know he's going to be charged with auto theft. He's got that one on him already. Like, that person's already got an auto theft charge. Now it depends on his intent. Did he intend to steal the body? Right. Now, I mean, it's Florida, so this could, I mean, it's possible. It's possible. The owner of the business who asked that we not use his name says he cares less about the van and more about finding the body. It was probably more likely to steal the car, not steal the van, not knowing that a body was inside. Yeah, so they think somebody obviously took the cremation van, not thinking that there's a body in the back. Surprise. And the person who owns it obviously says, hey, we just want the body back. I'm not that worried about a van. Yeah, I don't know. You probably get a bad reputation if you were the cremation place. Like, I feel like that's the kind of thing that could put you out of business probably i would think like there's very few things when you own a business that's just shut it down that's it having a body completely stolen from right outside your business because somebody left a van running it's probably up there however it's florida shut it down they've seen worse it's true so nobody knows what happened to the body if the person meant to steal the body they didn't find the van or anything like that what if it appears on the lookout for it what if it appears in a nice like tuxedo with some roses 
in Love Missile Guy's front lawn mm. as a six-foot valentine. No? I hope they find the body. It's got to be rough on the family. Florida, man. Always. It is Florida. Always. Let me give it to you one more time here. Uh, down to Florida we go. Now, what is the Florida love muscle, Bob? Uh, love missile, Bob. <laughs> love muscle. <laughs> well, <laughs> had some fun with Florida on the show today. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Happy Valentine's Day! I'm excited for tomorrow, man. That Valentine's candy is half off everywhere tomorrow. Do you like how those hearts taste? Like those chalky hearts? Oh, God, no. Nobody likes those. Nobody likes No. Nobody uh -uh. likes those. That is the equivalent to Halloween candy corn. The chalky hearts? Nobody likes chalky hearts. The office lady candy dish leftovers. It is. It is. Nobody actually likes those. No. Like chocolate all all over those any day. It's the candy corn of Valentine's Day. Those hearts with the messages on them. Ooh. Kiss me heart. Oh. Ooh. Hey, we got to say hi to our buddy Emery over at Armina Stone. Ooh, Ooh Armina Stone. Stone. And his uh, special uh, Valentine friend, Andrea, too. They're listening to the show right now. So thank you guys for listening. and Have a happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh Armina Stone. By the way, the Armina Stone billboard that we're on, Bob, yeah, is very Valentine's Day looking. It is. I mean, it it's is. you shirtless in a bathtub covered in rose petals. If that's not romance, I don't know what is. <laughs> uh, what do we got to do here? Uh, four more chances today to win trips to L.A. for our iHeartRadio Music Awards. Keyword will be coming up around 1110 during the Ryan Seacrest Show. You can win a full trip to L.A., We'll give you a keyword to text into 200-200. Uh, later this afternoon, Tall Kathy around 4.30 has more Ed Sheeran tickets uh, to go see Ed Sheeran at PNC Park. Trisha just tweets here, I actually like candy corn and the chalky hearts. Wow. Oh. Ugh. Hey, I, That's... Not for me. Not for me. I mean, you could be the office scavenger, though, and just clean house then. Yeah, I, I imagine like chalky hearts got to be pretty cheap to buy, right? Yeah, Can, candy yeah, yeah. corn too. Like it's not like it's not like chocolate price, no, right? Uh -uh. And you're right. You like can if clean chocolate's fifty percent off tomorrow, or the chalky hearts will be eighty. Like, yeah, seventy five, eighty. Eighty. Yep. Eighty percent off chalky hearts tomorrow. I got a sweet tooth. Uh, more Olympics on tonight. Uh, figure skating pairs, and then uh, that's the prime time, like eight o'clock thing, I think. And then U.S. Uh, versus Canada women's hockey. Uh, 10 o'clock tonight. And not many people be up for that. But sure. And U.S. men's lost to Slo Slovenia today already? Slovenia, yeah. So, I don't know. All right, freak show question of the day before we get out of here. Just watching two-man luge. <laughs> oh, my God. Two-man luge is on right now, isn't it? See, now this is, we've been talking about the Olympics on how we just want to see regular people do Olympic events. Yeah. Imagine me and you, two-man luge. Oh, they, 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 lay, they like lay right on top of each other, huh? It's like a loose spoon. That is weird looking, huh? Wow. I, I feel like we would do... Would I be on top or the bottom? That's a question I've been asking for a long time, even not Olympic-related, Bob. 
But in this, I mean, convert, if we're going for in gold, this specific two-man luge conversation, yeah. I would think you would be the bottom. Because if you were the top, you would just... Well, I don't know, though. If you want to make sure I stay on the luge, then maybe you could just squish me. Well, you don't. Squish me like a pancake. I mean, either way, we're not going very far because my legs are going to dangle off no matter what. And I'll probably snap my legs because as soon as we start going, my legs will just drag on the track. It's like, wow, we lost Mike's legs. We would need a special luge. What are we doing? Oh, freak show question of the day. Uh, This will be around 530 with Tall Kathy. Get it right. Win yourself some tickets, maybe prize or something like that. Uh, Freak show question of the day today. What 14-foot object did a Florida man have in his front yard for Valentine's Day? What 14-foot object did he have in his front uh, lawn? (laughs) A love missile. It's really what he called it. Love missile is the answer to the freak show question of the day. How great is that, huh? Valentine's Day and the answer to the freak show question of the day is love missile. Magic. All right, that's it. We're done. That's all. It's Ryan Seacrest's turn now. Bye. HD Pittsburgh. On air with Ryan Seacrest.